Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message from the Nichols Road Campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org. Good morning, good morning. It's wonderful to see several of you in the room. I know many more will be coming as they fare the roads, but well done for making it. Here we are in the middle of Revival Weekend. And it has been amazing. It has been so, so, so good. And we're excited about what God wants to do this morning. We just sense he has all sorts of plans and wonderful, wonderful things that are going to happen that he's going to move and speak. And we all get to participate and, and be a part of that. And so let's just stand and prepare. We're going to begin with some songs of praise and worship. And he's just going to just going to fill the room with his presence and bring joy and childlike faith and childlike free worship. Our kids are with us in the room this morning, and that's always a, um, a real blessing. And so we just say, come, Holy Spirit, just begin to welcome him in your own words. Open your hands and just say, come, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. We love you. We honor you. You are so good. We thank you for what you're doing this weekend and what you're imparting to us as a church body. We receive what you have for us with open hands and open hearts. We love you, God. Yes, I just pray a continued blessing on this revival weekend and for all the churches in Kalamazoo that are gathered to lift your name up. Would you come in mighty ways there as well? Lord, just meet with your people this morning in a profound way that our lives would be marked and changed by encounter with you. We love you, God. We worship you this morning. Amen. Amen. Um, On weekends like this where we have multiple meetings, um, I kind of like to pick up um, the the meeting from where we left off at the last meeting. And uh, last night we heard some really beautiful testimonies from people on what God was doing in their heart. And so this first song we're going to sing is a testimony, and it's true for all of us. So uh, let's stand together and let's worship the Lord through the power of testimony. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness. Goodness of God. 
I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. You're so good, God. How we love you. How we love you, good, good of Judah and there is one found worthy the root of David and there is one found worthy the lion of the tribe of Judah
in the middle of this revival weekend and we got a prophetic word before the service started um, about the um, man who went to find workers and in the morning said hey will you come and work in my fields you'll get this wage and then three hours later he did it again and then three hours later again and again and at the end of the day they all got the same wage and so the word of the Lord was like hey if you've been able to be here Friday night, Saturday night, you're like those workers that started in the morning. You, you're get, you're going to get your full wage. But if you haven't been able to, and you're kind of starting halfway through, you are still going to get the full measure of what God has for you. So just, yeah, receive that. I just want to let you guys know some of the themes. Because you guys, every time we have a revival weekend, it's significant. God deposits something into this body that we carry with us moving forward. And then about six months later, we're like, let's have another one. He deposits something else. It's fresh, it's new, it's what we need for right then, and we carry forward with that. And so he's doing something this weekend that we desperately need, and it's so, so good. So some of the themes so far have been First of all, a huge emphasis on family. The last two nights have just felt like a family night. It's been so rich, so sweet, so healing and tender and just a, a, a glorious sense of, of family. And we've been talking about the testimony and the power of the testimony that it creates a domino effect because the root word, the Hebrew word that we get testimony from, it means to repeat to do again. And so the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so when we share our testimonies, it's prophesying to do it again. And we're celebrating and thanking him for what he's done. So there's been a real theme of testimony and he's been doing it again and again. And we've seen lots of um, just amazing healing and work. There's been an emphasis on um, that it's our participation, but it's his power. That yes, yes, that we do not have to wait until we feel strong enough, powerful enough. 
It's just our willingness, and he is the one that's going to move and flow through us. He just wants our, our willingness to participate. So it's just been, it's been so good. And so what we want to do right now is just go ahead and welcome the team now, even while we're in the midst of worship, because we want to give them, like, the floor to um, just guide and direct however they feel the Holy Spirit wants to lead um, whether it's ministry time or an activation or whatever it is. So, yeah. So we want to just introduce them now. So if you've been around here for quite some time, you probably know these two, Seth yeah. and Sarah Gerber. But if you're newer to New Day, you might not recognize these faces. Um, they are dear friends from many years ago that we love so much. They served here at New Day for many years. We're both engineers, although from different colleges. We won't get into that this morning. <laughs> we've, learned to get, we've learned to get along. <laughs> There's at least one Sparty in the world I love very much. It's this guy. <laughs> we'll talk if any of you are Sparties later. Um, they moved to Reading to go to the Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry eight plus years ago and have since pastored at that school. They brought a team of interns with them here to minister this weekend. And it's been so cool to have them back. What feels like home, I think for them, and it feels like home for us to have them back. So we've, we've enjoyed that on a personal level and what they carry in the spirit, what they've been deposited in by the Lord through their experiences at Bethel and throughout their lives are so pertinent to where we're at today. They carry just what we need for just this time, and it's been so great so far. And like Marilee said, the full wage is available for all who have come to receive from the Lord this morning. You guys want to greet the fam this morning? Sure, yeah. Yes, good morning. It's such a joy to be here. Um, you know, I grew up in Kalamazoo, and was a part of this church from age 10 to age 37 and it's just home for us it's she did say 37 she doesn't <laughs> look like 37 <laughs> and um yeah just love being surrounded by family here and um so many of you have been such an integral part of my past and upbringing and seth and i and our whole marriage um up until we moved and um yeah, just the beauty of the faithfulness of the people in this house has really struck me while we've been here. And in, in um, the first night of worship, I just had such a sense of the deep roots that are here in this church. As, as a corporate body, the roots go deep into the soil of the Lord, and there is a rich, rich heritage um, full of just um, faithfulness. And I just really sensed, even in the spirit, I know I have like a... Um, like a knowledge just in my own mind of this church, but in the spirit, I could feel such a sense of spiritual maturity that's in this church. And um, just as I've enjoyed, you know, seeing all my familiar faces and all that, I, I am so struck by the faithfulness of the people in this church, like just real solid faithfulness. And that is just one of the things that it's like you choose over and over, you choose family, you choose to stay, you choose to, to say yes to the people around you year after year after year after year, no matter what is going on. And that is one of the most noble, beautiful 
uh, characteristics of the people in this church. And I just, I just, I just, I even hear like the thank you of heaven, just the thank you of heaven that you have been so faithful. It's just one of the things that is actually kind of rare in this world, even in our culture today. And it's just such a, a, a beautiful part of, of what is real and true in this church. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I celebrate the faithfulness, the solid roots, uh, just the glory to God and the years and years and years of worshiping, the worship that has come from this house. And I saw um, that this church has a sharp tongue in the spirit over Kalamazoo and over the region, uh, that it's like a small udder that steers a big ship. And um, there is just something very powerful about what is released into the spirit realm over Kalamazoo in this church. Wow, that's such a good word. We're gonna just invite our team up. Elijah and Emily, you guys wanna come up? So um, these are actually uh, students, they're interns. So they did two years of the School of Ministry at BSSM in Redding, California. Can you guys just give them a hand? And we're, so then they, they got crazy and they said, hey, let's move across the country away from our total, all of our community and let's hang out with the Gerbers to do their internship. So they're with us down in Somerville, South Carolina at New Day, South Carolina. Everyone knows the Joneses or most of you guys know who Scott and Stephanie Jones are. So Sarah and I are on the pastoral team with them. And then these guys moved across the country to, to be with us. And so, so actually, if you, if you guys just want to sit down for two seconds, we're just going to do something really quickly. So Elijah actually has a word. You can keep noodling. Oh, yes. Sorry. That's amazing. Whew. Didn't want the presence of God to disappear there. he's always with us but so elijah had a had a word for this region in this area that he's going to give test test elijah's from indiana not far away he was the only one that said god let it not snow and the rest of us were like bring the snow So I was I was praying about Kalamazoo even before I came out here, and I've never I've never been to Kalamazoo area. Um, and as I was praying, I just saw like this like a like a fog, like a gloominess over Kalamazoo, like a hazy. And it's crazy because it's kind of gloomy out right now. So, um, but I, I saw this. I was like, okay, God, like, what, what are you going to do? Like, I, I see where it's at now, but what are you going to do? And I saw angels at corners of the streets and downtown and out in the rural areas, and they were just pouring oil on the ground.
lighting people's feet on fire. And so I saw in this church, when I first stepped in here, I, I saw my foot go down in oil, and I see oil all over the ground. And I, I heard God say, one of four churches, New Day is one of four churches that I'm going to start lighting people's feet on fire. And so these people are going to walk around Kalamazoo and they're going to light fire to the oil that I've been pouring out for the past years. I, I just I just see this this fire that's coming to Kalamazoo that's going to be unlike anything. <laughs> it's it's going to be unlike anything. I actually see the, the buildings catching fire. There's anointings falling on buildings and certain people that um, within this church that have been like having heat in their feet like really weirdly they're like why are my feet hot and I feel like God's letting you know like right now I'm I've anointed your feet like your feet are the ones that have caught fire your feet are the ones that are gonna light the oil in this church and it's also gonna light other people's feet to go out and light Kalamazoo so yeah amen amen that's all you guys ready to light this city on fire with the gospel of Jesus Christ? You guys have that? I mean, I didn't know what his word was going to be, but there's something inside of you. There's something inside of you that God's been building over time and setting it up so you can go and every step you take, God's given you that place. And you're going to go and you're going to be surprised. Don't be surprised when you're surprised. <laughs> Don't be surprised when you're like, oh my gosh, I just went into this place and something came out of my mouth. Love came out of my mouth. The gospel came out of my mouth. Um, I, I prayed for someone and they got healed. I followed your leading and something happened. A fire is going to spread from you to this city. To this. How many of you have felt that gloom? Have you felt that gloom? A few, uh, like three, five. Okay, five of you. And, but, but there's something that God's doing. And he's been, it sounds like it's been set up for a while. It's like God's been preparing. He's been preparing. He's been preparing. All right, Emily has a word for Bill and Mary Lee. Okay. So when I was first praying about you guys, I just like sensed like such a joy like, I could just feel how proud and, like, how pleased he was with you for just willing to say yes and to, like, sacrifice and continue to say yes over and, like, over and over again. And, and then I saw, like, this empty cup, and, like, I felt like the Lord was saying that you guys have been so faithful to, like, clear away anything that's, like, not him, anything. Like, you've just been faithful to, like, keep, like, surrendering to him. And I saw you guys, like, submerged in water, like, deep water. And I felt like the Lord was saying, like, I don't want to just fill your cup. Like, I want to, like, submerge it. <laughs> and I just saw, like, this deepening of, like, you guys, like, deepening in the spirit, like, deepening in wisdom and understanding, like, just this, like, deepening and, like, this deepening of rest and this deepening of, like, calming over you. And then I, I kind of just saw, like, some stuff about, like, what you guys carry. Um, so, Bill, like, I saw that you are, like, a pioneer in the spirit. 
like you go places that other people aren't willing to go. Yeah, so you go places that you aren't willing to go, and you do things that others aren't willing to do. And, like, I saw, like, God was calling you places, like, where people didn't have the vision, but you had the vision. Like, I saw him, like, put glasses on your eyes that you could see, like, the possibility of things where others couldn't see, like, this possibility. And, like, I saw the Lord put, like, a watch on your wrist, and it was, like, this, this, like, thing where you're just going to know the timing when to do things like you're just gonna have an innate like knowing inside of you and and then like um I saw that like God's calling is gonna be calling you to do things that like maybe you don't feel capable of doing but he's put everything in you to do it and then I saw like that you have like this similarity to Jacob from the Old Testament in the sense that you're willing to wrestle like you have this tenacity to wrestle for the promises and the blessings of God and you you continue to wrestle and you, you continue to never let go and never give up and then um, for you I just saw like this like sweetness over you like this honey like you have this like this anointing for like healing for like emotional deliverance and I saw this golden arrow, and it's just, you have this incredibly gifted discernment. Like, it's always on point. And, like, it was almost like Katniss Everdeen, like, shooting an arrow. Like, you hit the mark every time, and I felt like the Lord was saying, like, it's your words. Like, your words hit the mark every time, and they're, like, they're just, they go straight, like, penetrate straight to the heart. And it's, like, dipped in honey, so it brings, like, a piercing, but it also brings this sweetness and covering for healing. Um... And I saw, like, I, the other thing I saw was that you were this captain on at the helm of a ship. And, like, I just saw you, like, navigating the storm. And I felt like Laura was saying, like, you have such wisdom to navigate through, like, tough times. Like, when the tough times come, like, you just know what to do. You know how to steer the ship. And it, with the two things that I saw of, like, the captain and, like, Katniss Everdeen, like, you're such a strong, incredible, like, female leader. And you you are, like, such a great example for other women, like, what it looks like to lead that. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Wow. Can, will you guys just stand up? Can you get, just stretch your hands toward these guys? Actually, let's just all stand up. If you want to come, actually, and lay your hands on them. I don't know. I just feel like God wants to highlight these two right now. You you know or are learning the greatness of the, these two. And God has them here being your leaders, being your pastors for such a time as this. Like the timing of God is perfect. We bless you guys. Yeah, good job, family. Thank you, Father. Just stretch your hands toward them. Thank you, Father. God, let today be a day of marking. Let today be a, a new day, a new day for them. Father, I pray. I thank you for the words that have been spoken over the city, the words that have been spoken over these two. I thank you um, that they're prophesying not just what is right now, but what is to come. And the anointing that's on their life and who they are as leaders and who they are uh, in this city as leaders and we even we just extend our support <laughs> we extend our love 
we extend our even our humility toward them we say lead us bill and mary lee will you lead us we trust your leadership we trust your leadership of this church we trust your leadership in this in this city in the name of jesus thank you god yeah, we thank you for your covering and protection over the Menzer family. Yes, God, God, we thank you for shielding them, Lord, and lifting them up above the warfare. <laughs> and we thank just bless, you. bless, bless like their guidance. And I just see how trustworthy you are even in the spirit. You're like a son and a daughter who follow your dad. And you're so good at taking baby steps into big things. And uh, I just blessed the trustworthiness that's on your life. I just thank you for unity in this church, the unity in this church to get behind and support what it is that the Lord has laid on your heart. I just bless a sense of peace, hey, and, and a, a, that unity that's found in healthy family over this church under the leadership of Bill and Marilee. Thank you, God. Yeah, is there, you, is God. there anyone here that's feeling like they have a word that God's speaking to them right now for these two or this family? Is it for them? Okay. Is there, is there anyone that just feels like God's speaking to them for a, a word over Bill and Marilee? Thank you, God, for Bill and Marilee. Thank you for their love and their support. And thank you that they are teaching me how to, to be in a true family. And I praise you and I thank you, Father God, for who you are and what you do. Um, you guys are so humble and so sweet and so kind. And Jesus wants you to know that he's so proud of you, too. And plus, Micah and Leah. Yes, they're part of this, too. I feel like um, it's almost like the Swiss family Robinson, where it's like you guys can do, like, through God, he will weather the storms that will come. And it's like your whole family is going to make it, and you're going to bring more unity to more families. Like, no matter what you guys go through, like, you'll just get stronger, and there will be more unity, and it will be, like, um, just, like, compounded interest. Like, and you're sowing into, like, the bank of God. <laughs> yeah. Is there one more? Yeah, I also see you two as torchbearers just absolutely holding the flame and being the ones that can contain and like support and further the flame and as you lift up the torch like the whole church is behind you with their own torch and it's like you're leading the charge on carrying the fire amen what no it's amen can you give these guys a hand thank you father Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. All right, let's all stand up. Can you just put a hand on the person next to you and look at them and say, It's not too late. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late. There, that Matthew 20 scripture that Marilee talked about, there is. Uh, a gift for everyone that's here this this morning. I actually saw. Um, actually, it's funny. It was Cat. It was Katniss Everdeen too. What is that movie called? 
Hunger Games, thank you. I saw, you know, when they're like, they're like in, they need the most things, and then these gifts, like, float down in parachutes, and it's like healing salve or, like, specialty things. I just feel like God has gifts that he's parachuting down to each of you today. He's, he's giving you gifts. And our hearts this morning is that you connect with God, that, that you connect with God, that, like, we're excited to be here. We love this family. We feel like we're a part of this family. But more than anything else, our hearts are just that, that you hear his voice, that you're able to love him and worship him, that you're able to lift him up, that, that he becomes the number one thing, and, and that, that we as a family just surrender to his goodness and receive everything that he has for us. So, yeah, Father, I pray in Jesus' name that, that today will be a day of connection with you. God, that today will be a day of, of us worshiping you and lifting you up and, and you showering gifts down, God. You doing what you want to do. But Father, I pray for the, the waves of your presence just to overwhelm us today, just to overcome us today. Father, we yield to your presence, God. We, will you wear us down with your love? <laughs> will you tenderize our hearts with your love today, God? God, we, we, we come not, not because we, were, we want to be hyped up, but just because we want to touch you, because we want to know you more, because we want to know your heart, because we want to see you like we've never seen you before and hear your voice like we've never hear, heard your voice before. God, let your love pour out this morning. Let your love pour out this morning. In Jesus' name, one last thing. Can you guys just as a prophetic act, just hold your hands out in front of you. Just, it's a, it's a posture of humility. It's a, a posture of res, receiving. It's a posture of going, okay, God, I'm here. Whatever you want, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, whatever it looks like, I'm here. We're going to go back into worship and just see where we go. We're going to see where he wants to take us today. Oh 
from Psalm 1. So we're singing the Psalms this morning. It's from Psalm 1, but it's put in the first person. So it's a declaration and it's a testimony. It's a testimony of this house. It's kind of our anthem. We've been singing it for a few years because the Lord has been speaking this theme of us be, being deeply rooted trees and, you know, being life-giving. And that's what our prayer has been for this community. And so we're just going to sing it again. We're going to declare it again in faith, prophesying and testifying through the word. Light in the word of the Lord, and I dwell on it day and night. I delight in the word of the Lord, and I dwell on it day and night. And I'm in love with the word of the Lord. It's Jesus, and I'll seek Him day and night. And I'm in love with the word of the Lord.
something Jesus said to the woman at the well in John 4. She has this encounter with Jesus where he kind of prophetically opens up her life of immorality and sin and shame and and all this stuff. Uh, And Jesus says, you know what? Instead, you're going to have living water flow out of your belly. Uh, This week, I just kind of realized this while we were singing this song. Um, Jesus delivered me from humiliation. I really like I laid awake on Tuesday night I think just like half of the night with all these memories that were painted with humiliation and me feeling kind of small and powerless um, and, and fragile and so this weekend God said dignity honor in the place of that wow. and so now instead there's living water confidence stability dignity. Wow, I'm hot. (laughs) Yeah, wow. So I just feel like God is going to rewrite histories this morning. You need better colors than shame. No more humiliation or guilt or fear or the ways that you were made to feel small or powerless. God is going to rewrite those things and say, hey, no, look back and say, this is the journey of how I became confident. Right? Let's just jump on that. It feels good. 
so just felt like God was saying there's there's just other people in the room that are like I identify with what Justin just shared that I have felt small and not having dignity and and God wants to replace that and to rewrite history like he says and what comes with it is freedom that's that's the result is freedom and so I'm just going to ask like can people be vulnerable (laughs) and just go actually that's me I I want breakthrough in feeling small what was the word you the first word you used humiliated I I want break I, I have places in my life where I've just felt humiliated over and over and over and I don't want to live under that humiliation anymore I don't want to live under that shame anymore like there is something wrong with me I'm small I can feel the like it, it, it takes courage to go, actually, I'll take prayer for that. So is there any courageous souls in the room that would go, yes, I will take prayer for that. Awesome. Thank you, God. So if you've, yeah, just raise your hand if that's you. Good job. And then we are the family. We are the body. You just became the ministry team. <laughs> So if you can, if you feel able, these people that have raised their hands, just keep your hands up for a second until somebody gets to you. Will you guys go to these different people and just pray? Pray honor over their life. Pray that beauty, like Isaiah 61, beauty will replace those ashes. So if, if you have not, if you don't have anyone around you, just keep your hand raised. If someone's around you, if you want, you can put your hand down. So there's still someone there to pray for. Or you guys are praying. Great. Is there anyone else? There's a hand back there. If someone can pray there, that would be great. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Yeah, Father, will you minister to your children right now? God, will you minister to the, that, that smallness, that hu- being, feeling of humiliation, that feeling of there's something wrong with me, that I don't have what it takes, that, that inner voice that just that talks to me and says, ah, I don't, I don't have what it takes. I actually feel like, um, I feel like this might be true for some of like the high school and college age like like middle school, high school, and college age too, where you're like, everyone else seems to have it figured out, but I don't seem to have it figured out. And God wants to come in and tell you who you are. He wants to tell you who you are. Thank you, God. So just pray for these guys for the next minutes. If you feel like God saying something to you to speak to them. You can share that with them. It's, it's prophesying over them. Whoa. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Pour out your love today. Lord, I pray that today will be a day 
of freedom, God. Freedom from shame. Freedom from insecurity, God. Freedom from that that place of humiliation in the past, God, that you will restore what's been stolen and that you will actually shift our mind and our belief around who you say we are.
start over we just Woo! we just we gotta find sorry guys our chord progression you know <laughs> you are the lord you are yes! the lord there is no other god you are the lord forevermore and you shall reign you are the lord you are the lord there is
God for your presence in the room. Oh, thank you, God, for loving to come and rest on us, loving to come and fill us. As I'm just walking around the room, I'm just sensing the presence of God in every part of the room. And thank you, God, that you're here. You are here. You are here. You are here. And he's so victorious. He's so victorious. He is the winning God. He wins. He wins. We win because he is the victorious one. And Lord, I pray for a sense of hope and areas that have been hopeless this morning. I pray for a sense of of faith rising up because you are the victorious one, God. Thank you, God, that all things are possible through you. And in Jesus' name, I declare uh, a hope for all impossible situations to be transformed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for who you are and what you do. We've been uh, talking about the domino effect. And the domino effect is when God does something and we talk about it, it will repeat because we're talking about it. The only thing that can stop the domino from continuing is if we stop talking about what God's done. It's the power of the testimony. So I'm going to share a testimony with you. We got another testimony for you. And God's going to... God's going to continue to domino with you guys this morning. All right. So uh, this is Sarah's father. How many you guys, of you know Bob Brower? Bob Brower. Bob? You guys know Bob Brower. He's doing so well. He's doing well. Yeah. So he moved down to South Carolina. Is living with Sarah's sister and the family. So here's, here's Bob's testimony. I had a ripe, ripe, oh my gosh, a right hip replacement at the end of December 2021. For most of 2022, my hip recovered nicely, but there were some mysterious issues with my lower back and legs. Toward the end of the summer, the problems with my legs and lower back became increasingly worse. And on the evening of of October 2nd, so this is just a month and a half ago, my right hip gave out completely. It was excruciatingly painful. It felt like my right hip replacement somehow disintegrated. It felt like, why did I even do that? Everything has just fallen apart. My daughter, Amy Borsma, yeah, Amy, Sarah's sister, prayed for me and helped me into bed. In the morning, I was able to arise and get out of bed and walked with, but I still had pain. I had the impression to take my dog, Honey Bear, for the morning walk. The walk started with pain, but I kept going. And by the end of the walk, the pain was completely gone and, and has never returned. It's completely gone and has never returned. My back and hip feels the best it ever has with no pain and he's walking. Then he went to see the orthopedic surgeon a couple days later, and the x-rays showed that the right hip replacement was perfect in every way. So I just want to say God likes to heal people. He enjoys it. It's what he does. (laughs) It's who he is. He likes to heal people. (laughs) And so amazingly that over this weekend, we did, we had another testimony of actually like this region being healed. So why don't you share, Caitlin? As soon as you started talking about his right hip, I'm like, <laughs> so about three and a half weeks ago, I had surgery. 
and it had to do with the abdominal area and everything. And um, unfortunately, afterwards, I just developed a lot of nerve pain in the right hip, like the right groin and hip, and it would radiate down into my, my thigh and even down into my leg. And it was to the point where it was painful to walk. And I'm like, well, this is post-surgery, you know, nerves need to heal. I'm just going to push through it and everything. But it was really uncomfortable. It was distracting. And yesterday morning, Elijah, um, he's my homeboy now, um, <laughs> he gave me a prophetic word yesterday morning. And the prophetic word, um, he, he gave me a picture of the father just coming alongside me and he just picked my arm up and just kind of lifted me up and we kept moving for it. So the father just came beside me and he just lifted me up. And at the time I was sitting down, of course I received that. I'm like, that's amazing. I love that picture. It brought me to tears. And um, then afterwards, Leah and I had to go record a video. And so we're standing upstairs in this room and I like to move a lot when I talk. I'm, I'm fairly animated. Um, and so we were kind of laughing about something, and I went like this. And I'm like, that's weird. Okay. And, and I didn't give it much thought. And then went home, took care of stuff. And, and then when I got to church last night, I'm like, wow, that feels amazing. There is no pain at all. Like, it was completely gone. And I was telling Marilee about it, and she's like, when did you notice? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, when did it stop? I'm like, I don't know. Now, as we were getting on the stage to do worship, God was like, I know. It was the moment Elijah spoke that picture, that prophetic picture out loud for you. As soon as he lifted you up, it released the nerve, and the pain was gone. But it hasn't stopped there. Like, I have continued to feel completely better and healed from surgery. Like all of the surgery pain I've had has been progressively going away. Awesome. Can we just thank Jesus? Jesus. Wow. Wow. He loves to heal. You know, theologically, it's the Father's will to heal. It says that Jesus healed every disease. Jesus healed every disease. And he, it's the Father's heart to do that again. To have, does anyone have a hip that needs to be healed? Anyone have hip, right, right pain in this area right here? Anybody? Or the left. We'll take the left. We'll take too. any hip right now. Is there anyone? Matt? Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Lori? Awesome. Yeah. Could you guys just mind just standing up? We're just going to pray. All right. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have people around you uh, lay your hands on. So the ones that are standing around them, go ahead and lay your hands on them. And I'd love for you to do this. This is what happened with Caitlin is, is Elijah gave her word about what God was going to do. So in this case, we're going to ask God what he's doing over their hips. What is he doing? And prophesy over their hips what the Lord is doing. And if you're not around them, you can just stretch out your hands towards them and agree in prayer for their healing. Yeah, let's all do that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God.
Okay. Can can you guys just, I don't know, try to move your hip in a way you couldn't? Or it is maybe what level of pain was it before? And what level of pain is it now? Can you try to move your hip a little bit? Oh, there's pr- pr- prophetic going over here. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we're happy with honest response of how it's going. Any improvement, Matt? Not sure. Do you have pain right now? No pain right now? Okay. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for the testimony of Caitlin, the testimony of Bob. Thank you, God. And actually, both these testimonies, something happened, but then it got progressively better. Like it actually, over time, it got better. I remember one testimony of this woman who had um, cysts on her ovaries, and they were doing a scan. She had gone to the healing rooms, got prayed for, couldn't feel any difference, went to the doctor. Might have shared this here before, actually. But um, the doctor, you know, was scanning it. They could see it on the screen. The doctor went to put the measuring stick on it to measure how big it was on the screen. And as soon as they put the measurement tool on the screen, the cyst disappeared. So this is, they got prayed a few days before, and then that happened. And the doc called a technician and said, something's wrong with the machine because that thing just disappeared. Like, what's going on with the machine? Something's wrong. Tech came in, can't figure out anything's different. Doctor's like, okay, this is really weird. And continued with the, the prognosis, takes the measuring tool again up to the next largest one, puts it on the screen, and that one disappears in front of him. And he's like, something is happening right now. And it was like, even though it didn't happen right in the moment of the prayer, it was actually a testimony to God, to, to the doctor that God was healing, that God is the God. And, and those cysts ended up disappearing. She got a clean bill of health. It was just an amazing miracle. So, all right. So God wants to heal. Healing is in the room. Jesus said, I'm going to go away and you will do greater things than me. And I don't know. I'm like, Jesus, you did a lot of great things. But you said uh, you want to do what the Father told you to do. So that's what we want to do this morning is just listen to what the Father's doing and speak out words that we feel like he wants to heal this morning. So, Lori, do you feel any different? Can you, te- can you tell if there's any reduction of pain or more morbidity or honesty is fine we're good so no no difference any okay all right we'll continue to pray all right so so we're just gonna we're just asking god god what what do you have highlighted this morning he wants to heal all of us and we're gonna pray for all of us but he might be highlighting something specific this morning yeah i was um sensing that the lord wants to heal any heart issues uh, if it's like irregular heartbeats or heart arrhythmia or just any any heart-related issues. Anybody have that in the room? Um, I felt like the Lord was 
on throats, so like throat cancer, like uh, having trouble with your tonsils, chronic sore throats, uh, or yeah, or acid reflux, or um, vocal cords also, like your vocal cords are like shot, or uh, like, what is it called, nodes or something? I, f I feel like it's called, but I feel like... Yeah, I was feeling scoliosis, like a twisting in the back, something with a twisted back. So if any of those words apply to you, can you stand up? That's you? All right. <laughs> can you stand up if any of those words that we just released, throat issues, what was yours, heart issues, blood clots, scoliosis, anything twisted with the back. Um, all right. Can you guys that are standing that need prayer, raise your hand, please. And then, yep, raise your hand. And then, um, and then again, if you guys be, can be the ministry team and go to these ones that have their hands raised, yeah, your back is going to get healed. <laughs> if you can go to the ones that have their hands raised and pray for them and just, just stand in prayer. And here's what we're going to do. Listen, we don't need long, drawn-out prayers. Actually, we can just speak to the thing and tell it to go in Jesus' name. Tell it to change in Jesus' name. So we're going to take literally 30 seconds and just pray. them test it out. If they can try it out, if they can move, if they can try to see if there's change. Try it out. See if you can move differently or or if you're feeling heat or you're feeling cool or maybe you're just feeling peace over your body. Wow. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Is anyone feeling any change? Is anyone feeling any change? Be honest about the change. You're feeling change? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, your spine is feeling more relaxed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, let's thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's like if we wouldn't have prayed, nothing would have happened. But we prayed and something happened. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else feeling anything? Warmth, more peace, more flexibility? Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else 
try it out. All right, let's pray again. Jesus prayed for the blind man twice. We can believe. Let's pray again. We just release the presence of God to come in healing. God, let your healing power come right now. Father, we speak to every body in this room that needs healing. If you need healing in any way, just like put your hands on yourself. (laughs) Put your hand on your chest. Put your hand on your body. Put your hand on your back. Father, we speak healing into these bodies in the name of Jesus. Knees, backs, throats, heads, internal organs. Father, um, just because we've had an ailment for a long time doesn't mean that this is the moment that you won't heal it, God. You are in the business of healing. We trust you. God, there's nothing we can do to earn it. And actually, there's nothing we can do to prevent you from healing us. (laughs) There's nothing you can do to prevent him from healing you. Wow. There's nothing you can do. Jesus did not say, get your life straightened out and then I'll heal you. Jesus never said, oh, if you just, if you do this, if you take care of this issue in your life, then I'll be able to heal you. Yeah, I just want to say prayer prayer for healing is is not hard work. We don't have to strain on the inside. We don't have to try really hard to pray really great. It has nothing to do with that. It just has a, 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 a connection between God the Father and our hearts, just agreeing with what he already wants to do. And we can do that from a place of rest. It's just literally looking at God, knowing that he's the healer and saying, yes, because I'm his son or daughter, I have the authority to tell the sickness to go now in Jesus' name. That's simple. No complicated prayers. We don't have to try hard somehow within ourselves. It's not us. It's his power. Thank you, God, that we can be like little kids. We can just be like little kids and simply just say simple prayers. So let's try it out again. Try it out again. See if you're feeling anything different. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. If you're feeling anything different, just give me a wave. Anyone feeling anything different? Yeah, we're still your neck now. Come on. Come on. All right, here you go, here you go, here you go. Hey, everyone, listen. (laughs) My neck is um, relaxing. It's getting, you know, less tight and less tight in my back. Yeah, Father, we release your healing grace over this body in the name of Jesus. Head to toe, head to toe in the name of Jesus. Mend everything, put everything back together in the name of Jesus. Thank you for wholeness. We speak to anything that's foreign that shouldn't be there to go in Jesus' name. We speak to the body to respond. We say heal, healing come in this body in the name of Jesus. Healing come in this body, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Anyone else? Is there anyone else? I'll take this one. I'm happy. Like God's doing something. And he's going to continue to work. He's going to continue to move. He's going to continue to do this. So actually look, uh, look for the little indications that something's changing. It's like the story of Elisha and his servant, he sends the servant to go look for rain. 
and the servant goes and looks and doesn't see anything and comes back. But Elisha's prophesied rain. And so he's like, no, 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 go look again. And he went and looked again, and he didn't see anything. And he told him seven times, go, look for rain. And the seventh time, what did he see? He saw a hand, a cloud. He didn't see a hand. He saw a cloud the size of a man's hand in the distance. And he came and reported that back. And Elisha said, the rain is here. It's happening. And I'm like, I don't know how you get from that little tiny, that little tiny cloud that rain is coming. But it's the little indicators that something is different, that something's changed, that that whole healing process happens. So when we see the cloud, we thank God. When we see the little bit of change, we're like, all right, God, you're doing something. You're doing something. Amen. All right. Let's just all stand up together. Father, I I pray in Jesus' name that that your healing power will flow through this church. God, that they will be known for the healings that happen in this place. That, that, That little bits of faith will produce big things through you. been a lot of talk about angels this weekend and that you know angels are ministering spirits that come to do the will of God we don't worship angels but if God wants to send them for help we'll take them and I just feel like there's there's angels of healing that are that are in this place thank you God God we bless this family we thank you for the, the power of family, the power of trusting each other, the power of working through challenges together, the power of connection and unity in the body of Christ as a family. We just, Sarah and I, we just love you guys as a family. Yeah. So we're just going to um, begin to close the service. Um, come back tonight. We're just going to keep going after God. There's a, um, a, a sermon that they're going to share tonight that's perfect for tonight. But this morning, we just really felt that God wanted to do a lot of this in the room, just healing and ministering to people and um, give each one a gift. And so let's just all respond in closing and just say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you have just the thing that I need. You have what I'm craving. You have answers to the questions I'm asking, to the difficulties I'm facing. You have the answer. And so we just receive, just say, I receive whatever you had for whatever you gave to me today, God, I receive it. For some of you, it's clear. For some of you, it's not actually clear yet what it is that he gave you, but he's going to bring refinement to that throughout today and tonight. I believe that. So, um, well, amen. Thank you so much to the team and to the worship team.